You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Voted them now for the I may have voted one. Warren was telling me that he voted a bunch. He voted just to, no <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> Vote early and, and he, often. He, he stuffed the ballot box. <laughs> the euphemism for something? Yeah, for sex. <laughs> he had sex with the ballot box. He's got his votes in. Joe, do you have you voted for I your voted, favorites? Yeah, I voted favorites. I I believe in this product, and so yes, I decided to vote as well. <laughs> good, good, good. I can't wait to see what your uh, you didn't vote you for yourself. Yeah, you can't wait to see if I was disappointed. <laughs> That's nice. So what'd you do this weekend? Oh no, not this again. Yeah, I'm already, I got to it, man. I'll tell you what I did this what weekend. Did, what did you do? Went to the theater. Saw a little show. That's right. You saw the new uh, Star Wars the, movie. The, the new Star Wars movie three times. Uh, three times, fool. Yeah. No, but uh, what far outweighed them as far as a theatrical experience is for my a, money? Is that a fat joke? What? Is that a fat joke? <laughs> it outweighed them. I went to the theater and I saw you. Oh God! Perform for a, an audience of dozens. <laughs> Literal dozens. <laughs> no, actually, it was a pretty good turnout for a Sunday afternoon matinee. For Sunday matinee, it was a pretty good house. I never would have thought. This is apparently the uh, highest grossing Camp Death production. Is it? Show. Well, dude, it's well, of course. When you when you're uh, headlining, <laughs> oh my God, your headliner is uh, the the multi talented Joe Cucinati. Oh, of course, you're, it's just like printing money. Um, no, dude. But in all seriousness, what a great show, man! We had such a good time. We laughed. I I, I loved it. You're you were like this is the role like you were born to play. Oh yeah, parodying Bruce Willis <laughs> from Die Hard in a in a movie. We're yeah. talking about Slay Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, it's Got one more on weekend at the Margot Jones Theater in Fair Park. If you're in the DFW area, uh, we still have a couple more shows. Uh, <laughs> at this point, yeah, there'll be a show tomorrow because this come out on Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. So there'll be a show tomorrow, Thursday, one more weekend, the twenty uh, first. And then final show Saturday the twenty third. Oh That's yeah, it. nothing yeah. on Sunday. You huh? have two more chances to catch this show by the point well, you hear this. Well, if I wanted to get tickets, if I hadn't already seen it, where would I go for? You said go to tickets? the editing bay page on Facebook.com, man, in the search function. Put in the editing bay, and that's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. Click on that. And uh, we actually have the link posted there that'll take you to brownpapertickets.com, yeah. where you can buy your tickets uh, to go check out this this gem. And I highly recommend it because, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun seeing you like in your elements on stage. That's my again. element? That is your element. I've bashed up my entire body. <laughs> I don't know if I showed you the picture of my bruise. No. But, uh, oh, here, I'll, I'll sh- I showed I, it to Lauren and, uh, and to Jenna earlier. I'm not sure I'm ready for this. No, I think you're ready for it. Am I, I ready for this jelly? Je- jelly? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Here, let me uh, let me pull this out. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Where is this? Come here. I'll Oh, man, Cut this iPhone, part out, Jeff. Cut this. iPhones part. suck. That's all I'm gonna say. It's a poor workman who blames his tools, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. I, I'm dying to see this it's, bruise it's on my hip. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Is that a, a space constellation? Look yeah, at that. It, it, I was telling you, Warren, I was like, I could, I could draw a picture out of this. <laughs> yeah. I think so- I see Jesus. <laughs> Good God! There you go, it's yeah. all purple and yellow and that, jaundiced. Yeah, yeah, that's my hip right not now. Good. You should. Have you seen a doctor? Have you gotten? Any I've seen one. Out? I know of them. No, but I mean recently for <laughs> no. your ailments. No. All right. I'm a little worried about your knees, but why would I do? No, my look. I've had my knees bashed up while doing this thing. Uh, my ankle right now is a little bit twisted. Mm. I've sliced my little toe on my left foot. Oh no! Because I'm running around, Lord. I'm running around on stage, 
barefoot for about oh. three three quarters of this show on knives or what no, no, legos at one point i <laughs> oh, have to geez. walk on legos oh crap uh but yeah no it's it's a fun deal um for anybody who doesn't know about this show it's uh a spoof of die hard but instead the terrorists are trying to take over santa's workshop mm-hmm. and my john mcclain-esque character is trying to save it's the day seasonal there. yeah it's very it's very seasonal <laughs> Um, ho, ho, ho. written by written by Kevin Fold, uh, directed by Nathan Willard, and we've got a great cast, man. And if, if anything, I benefit from having really awesome people to play off of. Yeah, that give me a lot to play with, and they're very patient with me, and I appreciate that. It's been five years since I've acted in anything on stage, so it's very nice, and I, I, I do appreciate. I just it. love the running gag where <laughs> all of the uh, the henchmen are their racial stereotypes, but they're using the wrong accents yes. from their racial stereotypes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it justice, but it's a uh, yeah, by my description. But, so check it out for yourself. It's a fun deal, and uh, I roll around on stage and sweat a lot. So you guys will get that if you yeah. just you like really this like, podcast. Do you like watching people sweat and roll around? This is the show for you. And how? And how? <laughs> this is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. My name's Joel. This is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week and then tear it apart and do our best to try to put it back together. Figure out what it did right, what it did wrong, and how we would redo it. Uh, and we invite you to take part in the discussion in the aforementioned Facebook page. Uh, and sometimes we're lucky enough to have a guest. And uh, tonight mm. we have your brother, yeah, one of my favorites, bringing in my the... favorite Bernson. <laughs> 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 I don't know why you hate him so much. You died. No, he knows. <laughs> Lauren Bernson, thank you so much, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, and uh, celebrating his birthday what? tomorrow. What? That's right. So happy birthday, brother. Thanks. Can I ask which one? No. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Doesn't mean no answer. Number coat forty-five. Oh man! Oh, is the Billy Deal for real? Do you do not look forty-five? Oh, thanks. Yeah, I thought you guys were like the hair much, is not all gray yet. I thought you were much closer in age. No, like, I was the oops a baby. <laughs> I am proof that the pull-out method does not work, especially when he raised Catholic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> guys, uh, keeping calendars of your girlfriend's uh, time. Maybe not, <laughs> not the most accurate way to prevent me. Now, wait a minute. So, are you the youngest? I am the youngest. Oh, okay. And so, the oldest so is we're your five sister? Years. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I thought won. for some reason, I thought your sister, sister was younger than you. You have a twin, twin sister. Your feelings have betrayed her. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, dude. Yes. Sticking with the holiday thing. It's another Christmas movie. You guys went and saw this. You and Jenna went and saw this at the Alamo. Yeah. Uh, a couple oh. days back. They were doing a little special screening of Gremlins, the original Gremlins from 1987, uh, directed by Joe Dante, right? Uh, and this is a, a Spielberg. I'm not even supposed produced. to be here today. <laughs> not, not that Dante, <laughs> not Clerks Dante, Joe Dante. <laughs> took me a second. <laughs> who, uh, I think this was his like first major uh, feature film. Was it? Yeah, because uh, Lucas had Lucas Spielberg had seen. They're interchangeable, they are, right? Yeah, Lucas the Spielberg. Guy. They pretty much have the same track record. That's been proven. Uh, Lucas Spielkus Spielkus Luke, Luke Lukeberg um, <laughs> that's their celebrity couple name um, oh had seen a, a short film I think that Joe Dante did and thought hey you'll you'll be perfect for my kid horror puppet movie Mash that I have thing. coming out yeah. so, so before we even get into this film not a movie that would be a kid movie nowadays. I don't know. I think it still kind of plays to. I mean, so? it's a little. You don't think this kind of falls in Goonies territory, where it's like, dude, this is not really appropriate for children. I think it's totally appropriate for children. Huh. I, I, I think that all of the deaths that happen, which 
and this is kind of a testament to it. I don't even remember people dying in this what? film when I saw it. Wait, as a there's child. the old woman in the wheelchair. Well, like, her, like but she's the only one. <laughs> that part is but so even great. then, you never see any blood. Out you never the see the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Let the bodies hit. The I'm going to well, tell you this: everybody it's who gets cartoon killed violence. kind of earns it. Like uh, everyone who gets killed from in like movie, like yeah. Except, well, there's the old guy who's just a a, a crotchety old man. But he's he's enough, friendly man. enough. It's enough. He, he hates he hates all non-American products. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's, that's he's racist. That is a little bit. Well, yeah, because he failed the racism. The, the 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 Vietnamese they put the gremlins in our machines, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So did you know what what he was talking about when you yeah. saw this film originally? Yeah, I knew what the, what gremlins were. Like they would get into machines and like yeah, it was bust kind of a catch-all that, for yeah. uh, if there were a bug or something broke, the they system. would they would blame it on uh, the mythical on the gremlins. It was just a way to say, oh, you know, it's on the fritz must have been those damn gremlins. Much, yeah. much the way that whenever I fart, I blame it on the dog. <laughs> you know what would help is if you didn't make a production of it and like lift your leg up. <laughs> well, maybe, you know. I don't got to keep that in, Joe. You got to let it go. open it up with, hey, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> got to let it Fucking fly. dog. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. Come from a gassy's family. Lauren can attest to this. Cut all this out. <laughs> Cut all this out. Okay. From, the, from the parentage on down. That's right, yeah. Maybe it's because you guys. Like my father before me. After midnight. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a farter, <laughs> like my father before me. <laughs> so be it. Where was I going with farter. this? <laughs> no, uh, there was a, actually an old uh, Loon Tunes cartoon about gremlins. Yeah, where that's green, right. the green gremlin. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, Joe Dante is a big Looney Tunes fan. He oh, actually, really? I think he directed one of those. The post-Space Jam movies, he directed one of those. Oh, God. Bad. Not, Looney Tunes back in action. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, that's too bad. But uh, you, you can see it. I think you can see it more in Gremlins 2, which I don't remember very well. But No, I don't either. Just it's very more comedic and Looney Tunes-ish. Um, but you, way more self-aware than this one. Yeah. But this one, I mean, I, you're talking about the deaths. I think the deaths are meant to be comical. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And again, they kind of all happen semi-off-screen. Um, one guy gets... One guy gets his hand drawn into the mailbox, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. But, yeah. but unclear as to whether that guy actually died. There's just, they're they're kind of harmless. What? Well, they're they're playful. Blo- they're bloodless, mostly. They're, there you go. That's a better way to say it. All of the, the hijinks that they cause are, uh, yeah, maybe there's some casualties, but they're just kind of in it for a good time. They just like driving snowplows. <laughs> just like serial killers. Can't help it right? if, uh, yeah. <laughs> good point. Touche. Uh, but it's it's hard to it's hard to hate them so much except for Stripe. We'll get back to Stripe. But it's hard to hate them so much, especially there's that scene near the end where we kind of see them all in the theater. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a they're long just, they're scene. Just, they're like just everyone's drunk uncle that you don't want to have come to the holiday party. Right, but they're all they're they're all that one guy. But Me- they go from, mesmerized by Snow White. That's the yeah yeah. <laughs> But we see the scene where we're kind of uh, getting to know some of the gremlins at the end, um, and it's like, it's like there's the cross-dressing gremlin, and now they're re- reenacting scenes from like old film noir. Oh yeah, right. That took it a step too far for me, yeah, and that like, is maybe kind of foreshadowing some of the Looney Tunes of what happens in the second movie and the second movie, which yeah. is basically a cartoon. Remember when the guy who's like the the medical computer program on Voyager, I oh, guess, yeah. gets a blowjob from the female gremlin in yes. the second movie. What? Yes. You don't do you remember that? No, that's in bad taste. And it's played yeah. for laughs. Literally. It's played for laughs. Ugh. He gets a blowjob from a gremlin. Coming soon to an episode of the I think, I think that's at the very end of the movie too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's the way the movie ends, if I uh-huh. remember correctly. Mm. I only saw that once. And he's like, uh no, no. And like it closes up on her and he's like, eh. 
Okay. Ew. Yeah, it's weird. Not since Dan Aykroyd getting head from a ghost. Oh, God. In Ghostbusters. So <laughs> it's been a more oh, disturbing. Oh, my God. what happens, man. People wonder what happens Even if you let Dan Aykroyd Even that's more subtle than way. the, you know, turning at the camera and going, eh. So, pretty sharp Gremlins, teeth 1987. I was 10 years old. Mm. I didn't see this movie until it came out on video. Same for us. Uh, no. My, my parents wouldn't let me go see it in the no. theater. No. I'm surprised we got to see it on video. <laughs> we, saw, we saw it at the theater. Did you? Whoa. We did. Oh, I don't remember seeing because, it Because, you know, one of the infamous things about this movie is it's, along with uh, the second Indiana Jones movie, this movie and those two movies are the one-two punch that created the PG-13 rating. That's right. Oh, my god! Our mom took us to see this movie. Because oh, it was it's, PG? It's, yeah, oh. because it was the year before the PG-13. Yeah, and our mom took us to this. Oh, it's produced by Spielberg. Oh, it's, you know. It's from the E.T. It's, guy. It's got the the poster has the box with a little cute animal coming out of it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's going to be that. cute. It's going to be fantastical. And our mom was livid about how violent it was. Oh, you're how, kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. To where she wouldn't, you know, I just was obsessed with it. You know, I just <laughs> and we bought it on video, or I'd, I'd watch it a lot. She goes, "Oh yeah, I don't want to watch that. It's just, I don't like that movie." Yeah. Man, I fell in love with Gizmo. I remember that was the first that's the hook that I wanted. Yeah, that's the hook. I'm surprised she allowed that. Did you ever have a Gizmo? I did have a, a Gizmo. Yeah, I, uh, that was when I learned a, a very hard economic lesson that dollars and quarters are different things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? We, I, I remember the gizmo toy. It was $10. And when I had 10 quarters saved up, I was like, let's go to the store. I'm getting my gizmo today. And I had to learn it. Very... Actually, it took a long time for me to realize that a quarter was not 25 of something. That it was a, it a, is. It's a, 25 a, pennies. I know. Yes, but it's also one-fourth of something. One quarter portion. We, we work with fractions all the time. I know, but uh, I remember being confused when, uh, you know, it's, oh, it's quarter till seven. It's, uh, it's not. It's not twenty five minutes. Thirty five exactly. Yeah, that might have been one of those movies that you know, from a toy standpoint, that might have been one of those movies that they weren't prepared for how big of a hit it was. So maybe there weren't that many toys out there. I don't remember there being a whole lot of toys. I remember the plush Gizmo. Yeah, but I don't remember like, did they ever market like the Gremlins? Oh like, sure, did they yeah. have like a I hey, had, you want a spike or a stripe or whatever his name? I was? had a stripe, please. Stripe, I had a sorry. three three pack of little PVC figurines of. What's uh, Mogwa, Mogwai Stripe Mogwai. and Gremlin Stripe and then Gizmo. Wow. And I had that for many years. So that happened for like a little bit. <laughs> okay, just going going back to like originating the story. So you got this old guy, Billy's father, mm-hmm. is like on his way home from a business trip, wants to bring something home for his kid. He's an inventor. Yes. A failed one at and that. And he gives this guy, he's trying to like sell him his smokeless ashtray. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got the it's it's the it's the bathroom buddy. Bathroom buddy. He's got the Swiss Army knife looking thing that uh, and and I love the ongoing gag in this film where like all of his inventions just like fail. So we see uh, at one point uh, there's a juicer, it's like a grapefruit juicer. Yes. He wants and his family juice. is like put upon. They have to use. They're, his they're shit. afraid to use it. You're like, oh god, it's but gonna every, it gets over funnier me. and funnier every time. We're forced to see uh, one of his family members just live through <laughs> yes. whatever there's, there's invention. A, little, a great little. It's a kind of an odd score by Jerry Goldsmith for this. It's movie. Very weird. We'll talk about that. But there's a there, there's a funny little music cue when either the Billy or his mom is kind of looking around the corner and the the juicer's in the foreground. It's like. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about that score a little bit because I, I do love the theme, the Gremlins theme, the main. You know. It's That's called the Gremlin rag on the soundtrack. Is it very nice? Yeah. It's and um, you wouldn't think it was very fit. Danny Elfman ish. It, yeah, it kind of is. But he's experimenting with as they did all 
back in the 80s with cocaine yeah (laughs) (laughs) also true which would explain where some of the score comes from because there's an overuse of sound effects there's kind of like that cat that is very very strange part of and i remember us having the soundtrack to that and seeing it in in, or seeing the movie and thinking oh that was just a sound effect they added in and then realizing no that's that's part of the quote-unquote music it's played a lot in the movie. It's used a lot in the Every music. Every time there's a reveal of the gremlin in the kitchen or whatever. <laughs> do you remember what you that? Hear. I don't remember. <laughs> How do you not remember? I don't remember. Instead that. of maybe like in Ghostbusters, which also had kind of a synth-heavy score. Yeah. The, uh, you know what? Ghostbusters had that too, though. That's Whenever true. something eerie happened. It's the same year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> his father wants to buy the Mogwai for his son, but the That's old right. the old man won't sell it. Uh, and so, like, what is his son? Yeah, who is, who is, is oh, basically yeah. we like the money? We short round one point five. He's whatever. the dad's broker. <laughs> Dad. He is, but he's he's still wearing like the baseball cap and everything. Like it, it's, yeah, it's almost true. like he was trying yeah. to be. I wonder if they were trying to do a little universe building back in the way. <laughs> it's like, no time for love. <laughs> Take but the yeah. Mogwai. Yeah, the uh, the old that Chinese one. man doesn't want to sell it to him because uh, you have you must respect the Mogwai. Why do you have this thing fucking sitting out? Yeah, after seeing what it can do, like wh- after we see what happens with this thing. Why is it fucking sitting out? Everyone is so irresponsible How with the Mogwai. How much is that Mogwai in the window? <laughs> <laughs> Take yeah. the Mogwai out of the goddamn window. Well, Joe, if you would just follow those three simple rules, everything will be okay. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. But those rules are broken. Yes, they are. So one, like, you can never bathe them. I All right, guess. So never get the them wet. stinkiest fucking animal in the world. It's fine. I get that. Uh, also, <laughs> you can't feed them after midnight. What time right. zone? Yes. Where right. are we talking Specific about? Specific time? What happens Are we? if you're observing daylight savings time? Does that mean 11 p.m.? Is it 1? What happens if he's If they travel chewing? Over, over time, like over time, what time zone? Yeah. Is he just like, as soon as he travels into another time zone, he's locked into like that physiology? I think what they're or saying. Or is it just after midnight <laughs> in Japan? It's like you have to be on the opposite side of the of the sun. So once it's dark. But it's he can't darkest. have sun. They can never have sun, because they're vampires too. Basically, yeah. Don't let them see. The, don't put them in sunlight. Mm-hmm. But don't feed them after midnight. Yeah, well, also, of... isn't it in Chinatown where he finds the Mogwai? That's and right. Then they live in probably like the Midwest America <coughs> somewhere, which would be a, a time an hour behind. That's right. Then. And what happens if he if a if a Mogwai is chewing something at eleven fifty nine, but yeah. doesn't swallow until what twelve oh one? Yeah. Like, what if does a, it have to be in his system? What if a Mogwai is hungry and salivates, and the saliva gets on him? Yes. Does that count as getting is that wet? water? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of fuzzy fuzzy math. Fuzzy logic. <laughs> I agree. They're fuzzy yeah. creatures. I don't. <laughs> Mogwai. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. But this, there's just so much stuff going on. And how terrifying when Gizmo gets fucking wet. Oh, God. Like, he starts Jesus. smoking and Oh, my and God. Bulging. And, like, and little, the little pop, the little balls he gives birth to. He's like, writhing in pain, yes. too. You're like, good God, that's terrifying. terrifying. And that's for children. <laughs> but everybody kind of takes it in. A little Corey Feldman. He's got a little, uh, oh, yeah. little, little cameo in oh, here. Oh, yeah. Corey Feldman's in this fucking movie. <laughs> because it's 80s, and we need a precocious I child. do like his bit where like the gremlins are trying to climb up on his house, and he cuts the fucking Christmas tree down. <laughs> And it just swings on. That's pretty funny. Isn't he like shooting uh, like darts at them or something? Oh, it's a slingshot. Wasn't it a slingshot? Oh, yeah, slingshot. he's got the slingshot. Right. You're thinking of uh, with the, when the, the gremlins have That's poor little the, uh, gizmo on a dartboard. That was the, uh, the first time, <laughs> maybe one of the few times I saw this movie as an adult. That still made me laugh. When it, yes, they're spinning him it's around. It's the smash cut to little gizmo. <laughs> I know. Writhing it. Yeah, poor guy. 
<laughs> yeah, this film lives. It's so funny. I, I kind of love the little universe where that it lives, where it's it's kind of fantastical, but it's it's you know, hey, there could be these creatures out here that are hiding in the basements of, of elderly <laughs> sure. Chinese people. Um, <laughs> but, so there's enough danger there, and like you said, you know, the the scene of him getting wet, getting a drop of water, and then these these pustules start popping out of him. Oh, and growing, and, and then just, and why do they all have to be malicious? Why well, couldn't there be like another good Mogwai or something? Right. You know. Yeah, they're all. Well, I think uh, I think that Gizmo is the exception to the rule that he's he's a good one. So it's almost like they've bred out the bad ones. Uh-huh. So he's left around. He's he's calm and nice. He's like Pikachu. He's he is the Pikachu. He's, That's he's, right. He he's OG. He's the yeah. the, orig- the others are copies. I don't buy it. It's a nice payoff though when uh, we see Spike. Spike Stripe. Stripe. Damn you it, sold me. Too. Which should have been Mohawk. You know. You know, he's got a fucking mohawk. It's the yeah. mid-80s. Well, yeah, why wouldn't they have named him that? Yeah, it should have been mohawk. Uh, and then I think they corrected that in Gremlins 2. They had the bat, the main one called Mohawk. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, because Stripe like, doesn't make it out of I mean, Mr. T was popular no, he at sure the time. <laughs> I mean, uh, how how did that slip the creator's minds? Just call him Mohawk. What That's I, what he has. One of the things I loved about, and this is the, talking about the sequel, uh, there were two different versions of that film. And you guys probably know about this. Uh, like, halfway through the movie... There's a bit where, like, everything kind of breaks down. Now, in the home video version, they cut to some John Wayne footage and a gremlin kind of talking yes. back and forth with the TV. Yes. In the theater, it's Hulk Hogan sitting in a movie theater. What? And you see, like, a guy come down, and he kind of whispers in Hulk Hogan's ear, and he's like, and he's like, what? Gremlins? And he gets up, and he looks back, and it's like he's talking to the projectionist. And he's like, listen up, brother. If you don't get this movie started again, I'm going to come up there. And he rips his shirt, and he's like, and I'm going to come and get you. <laughs> and then like, the movie starts back up again. That's interesting. Yeah, That'd be a nice uh, breaking the fourth wall sort of thing. Uh-huh. We'll and save it for our Gremlins 2 episode. Okay. New batch. Fine. All right. Coming whatever. soon so to an Gremlins. episode of the editing. Book. We have Billy, Zach Galligan. Wow. Not Zach Galifianakis. What Has a... he done anything else? No. Waxwork 2, Lost in Time with Bruce Campbell. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, he is such a zero in this film. When I went back to revisit this, I was like, okay, we haven't seen this actor in a while. I remember him being the hero, but I, I don't remember a lot a, about him. And a perm. Now I see why. Because he's perm. Yes, yes, because he was just a pretty boy. But he's very ineffectual um, and kind of makes some dumb decisions. He's the, the nerd who lives with his parents. Yes. Yeah. Not necessarily supporting his parents. No. And a little too old. supporting himself. Not really even supporting himself. Too old to be there. Yeah. And then, he, you know... The girlfriend. He still has the girlfriend, and that's not very believable. Phoebe Cates. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Looking I, I love adorable. Her whole bit though about like her story about her dad. <laughs> why she hates and why they, Christmas. She hates Christmas. About like how he got stuck in the fucking chimney. Like okay. that's tragic. And I love that they lampoon it in the second one. They do. Oh, what happens but, in the second one? Well, she keeps like go- going into it. Like whenever shit gets tough, she starts going into her monologue again about <laughs> oh, her dad. No. <laughs> and to the point where other characters are like. We okay, got we it. don't have time for yeah. that. <laughs> I, I don't remember it being so funny when I was a kid, and I probably just didn't get the humor, but... Is it funny as it, an adult? It was to me, watching okay. it in theater, especially when she gets to the, the, the punchline, as it were, and, and that's what that's where I learned uh, that Santa Claus doesn't exist. <laughs> Do you think it's played for laughs in that original movie? Um, <laughs> I think it's played to be a little tongue-in-cheek, but not like outright funny like no. in the okay. movie. But, okay. but it does match the tone of the rest of the film, which, like I said, is, is writing this it's line a, of being uh, a cartoon. It's a, it's a hybrid. Yeah. It's small soldiers. It is, isn't like, it? Joe Dante went on to make Small Soldiers That's right. like a decade or two after that, and it's almost the same exact movie. Either Chris Columbus, it was probably Chris Columbus in an, in an interview from that time, 
had said, uh, I always saw Gremlins as a horror film at its core, but with big doses of comedy. Yeah. And maybe that was, maybe those things came about organically as they were making it. It's like, hey, we can have these puppets, you know, holding guns and doing little, you oh know, breakdancing. Let's dress like them up, the yeah. Rambo bit. Let's have Gizmo dressed like Rambo. Yeah. Wait, was that the second one? That is that the is second, second one. That's the second one. Yeah. They're all kind of merging together. Oh my gosh, yeah, it does. The first one, he's driving a toy car. He the Barbie car. Ch- yeah. The Barbie Corvette, man. That's... that's- <laughs> just seeing it go by and the, it scares the dog that's kind of a funny there dog. are some great shots of that dog just being freaked <laughs> the fuck out by poor Gizmo in that Barbie car that's, that is gold that was definitely film. played for just laughs that dog being sincerely like legitimately traumatized by the crew of this movie <laughs> yes um, so how did Gizmo survive lifting up the shade at the end when yes. they're in the store that's like, a great question how did he fucking survive that I don't know but I, I, I did have that same thought <laughs> watching this again like yeah this, this plan doesn't isn't as foolproof as it's made to, to seem. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer rules. They've got mm. vampires. Yeah. And they keep kind of fudging it a little bit. Well, maybe he's in... It's broad daylight, but he's in the shade. He's under a know? jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like, the whole thing with water. Like, he gets, like, you know, a, a beaker's full of water dropped on him and like, yeah. eight oh, other, yeah. other mogwai pop out of him. Yet, at the end, Stripe is standing in a fucking fountain just being doused. Yeah, and and just kind of barely. It takes boiling. longer. Yeah, it is. When nice. you're trying to make a copy of a copy, <laughs> that's what it is. It's, it's like yeah. VHS. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weakened. It, exactly. They modeled this whole town after the "It's a Wonderful Life." It does feel that way. <laughs> well, just for that gag, because Billy at the end is doing the same thing that Jimmy Stewart's doing at the end of "It's a Wonderful yes! Life." Yes, when he's making and he works in a bank. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I never put that together. And again, this is Joe Dante's sensibility. He likes old movies. He likes old, you know. 1940s, 50s era. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie, you know, the the leads especially, they play like heroes and heroines from that yeah, type of movie. Film noir kind of leads. Yeah. yeah. Well, still didn't save it for the <laughs> one No. Of, one of the things that I do love about this movie is, and it's the same thing that I liked about uh, t- Small Soldiers, is the relationships that they build with the characters. Even though Zach Galligan is not a really good actor, like nope. the relationships between these characters, like his family, like, <laughs> sorry, I, I like I like the writing, I like the conversations, the the little the little hints, and that's Spielberg era too. Yeah, like I, I always go back to the you sure. know the, the great table where character the, the development kids are playing dialogue. Dungeons and Dragons and ET. Yeah, yeah, and they're just having like all this conversation going. On. It's one of the things that annoys you about Goonies. Because like everyone's loud, everyone's screaming. There's so much going on at once. It's a little hectic. I think though the example in Goonies and the example in ET are two completely different things. And there's something that's very genuine about ET. And I think that this movie falls somewhere kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. Where you get a sense of like this is a real living, breathing place. That's uh, the it, Spielberg influence. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it helps you kind of invest in what's going on in the film. I love that uh, Phoebe Cates as she she's working the bar near the end, as, as all the Gremlins have taken over the city. <laughs> Yeah, she's continuing to serve she's them. Serving them, she's like, oh right, she's treating them like, oh, they're just a rowdy bunch. Lighting, she's like it's a bachelorette party who's just come in, lighting their cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, lighting their cigarettes. Her flinching because the cigarette the has light. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I never Gremlins questioned leg warmers it. dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to uh, she's a maniac. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, again, one that's too many of the time. One too many of those uh, in kind 19- of ways. in the mid eighties. That was funny because that was current. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Very Mel Brooksian. Well, and then okay, so you mentioned the bar. Uh, the beginning of the movie, they see you see Phoebe Cates' character working in a bar. There's a cameo oh. in that scene by Mr. Chuck Jones. Oh, you're kidding! Billy's character is an art artist, yeah. So he's does a drawing 
of the old lady, but he makes her like like a vampire Mrs. or something. Mrs. Deagle? Yeah, Mrs. Deagle. Deagle. And the guy who says, oh, that looks just like her. That's Chuck Jones. Oh, my oh, God. No way. Did you ever read the Chuck a Muck book? I've seen, I, a friend of mine has it. Oh my gosh. It's a really good read. It's a kind of an autobiography of Chuck Jones and it goes through all of his career and it even goes through his like time with Tom and Jerry when shit got weird. Yeah. I remember when, when (laughs) When Tom and Jerry had eyelashes. Yes. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It goes through that though. It's such a good, if you're a fan of animation, if you're a fan of Chuck Jones, it's a really good book. Kind of extends to the the villain, if there is a villain besides the gremlins in this film, uh, in, Mrs. in that Deagle. Mrs. Deagle character. Who I, oh, speaking of the electronic score, she's got that weird... Yes, her theme is also very... And she's got that weird... The chair. Chair that goes, chair goes up, up. Yes. the staircase. Which I didn't know those cats. things existed. A cats. Yeah, she is the stereotypical cat lady. Yeah. Because um, she's horrible. She, she was horrible. <laughs> I love that they're I able to rewire her. that chair so it gets enough freaking momentum to launch her out of the house. Yeah, like that shouldn't even be possible. Like the motor should not support a hundred eighty pound move that fast. old woman to project them out of a two story. When when she sees the gremlins in her house, she's like, "Oh, they've come for me! They've come to get me!" <laughs> uh, kind of like you know, like like Scrooge in a you know, yeah. He's yeah. like, "Oh, nobody likes." But she's, she's the Scrooge of that town. She's so mean, just off the bat. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna what? Catch your dog and barbecue she, him, or put him in my yeah. dryer? She or totally something has like, that. like a Wizard of Oz moment where she's like, "I'll get you and your little dog too." That's probably where she was based on. Also too. from yeah. the yeah. 40s, you yeah. were saying earlier that like in the original draft of the script, they had like the gremlins eating the dog and beheading Billy's mom. Beheading the mom, yeah. <clears throat> Holy shit! Oh, that was another thing I was gonna bring up. Um, I, re- I remember, again, at that time when I was just starting to discover reading things about movies that was, oh, you can read behind the scenes. And yeah. A review, I think, had said uh, one of the things he liked about the movie was that the mom character was not your usual damsel in disp- distress running away. She decided to defend her damn kitchen. Yeah. yeah. She did. <laughs> and that's one of the greatest sequences in this <clears throat> film good, where she's taking part. them out one by one. She Puts stuffs in one in a microwave, stuffs one in a blender. Dude, yes. the microwave part Takes a knife to me one. Me too. Yeah. Well, it made me think, it's like, What's happening to my food when I put it in there? That was the first time where I really kind of examined what a microwave is and does. (laughs) And that was the first time you get a full glimpse at these things. You know, it, yeah. it was there in the shadows. That was the reveal. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's when we finally realize these things are super fucking dangerous. There's what four or five of them that are created, like six or whatever, because we see the pods in the uh, in the attic. Oh right, where right. she walks up and sees all the hatched so alien. So she encounters them one by one in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. then you're counting it. Okay, she got one. Mm-hmm. There's still another one. Yeah, you know, guess which one gets away? It's yep. right, you know, <laughs> the one with the mohawk gets away. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Frank Welker. Yes. The oh, doing Megatron. the voices. Yeah. yeah the wonderful course. Frank Wilk. And Howie Mandel. Yeah, I didn't realize Howie Mandel was the... I mean, it's it's obvious now if you've ever seen... Was it Billy's, Bobby's World? Bobby's World. Bobby's World. That, that's fucking Gizmo. The Gizmo voice he's doing. But apparently, he was never supposed... Gizmo wasn't supposed to like speak. Wasn't supposed to say words. That's something that they kind of added in post when they had him come in. They thought it was funnier that he was almost in a Popeye manner, like commenting. Yeah. And uh, he's... Or just repeating like under words. his breath saying shit. I do love when... Uh, when yeah, he's kind of muttering stuff under his breath, yeah. <laughs> when they show up uh, at the movie theater at the end, you see all the gremlins and they're all singing along, hi-ho, hi-ho, and we cut to the lobby where Billy's got him in the backpack and he's he's singing the hi-ho yes, song yes. to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he ends the stanza. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's oh, great. he's so adorable. Yeah. A little gizmo. Who didn't want a gizmo? I didn't. No, did no, you I knew I wouldn't be responsible enough. There'd be gremlins all over my. Oh, you mean a real, oh, you thought you mean a real uh, gizmo? Yeah. <laughs> not even the not even the plush not toy. Not even a plush toy. Either we had one or our, one of our friends had one. It had little velcro on the hands. So you could yeah, wrap that was it mine, around. man. That was yeah. my ten dollar slash ten dollar. Did you wrap it around your neck? With it? 
no. <laughs> that motherfucker was out in daylight all the time. Man. I would have killed Gizmo. Sorry, Giz. You call him Jizz for short. <laughs> Gizmo. That's, that's his, like GIF or Jif. That's his, uh, Giz his dirty Giz. uncle. Jizz. Jizmore. Jizmo. Captain OG Jizmore. <laughs> Uh, all right. It, but it was fun to revisit this. I mean, it's, it's a great Christmas film. It's, I'm like, dude, we just recorded for like two hours about The Last Jedi. I know. <laughs> My mind is still in uh, a galaxy far, far away. But The Last uh, Gremlin. I still think this film... <laughs> it's Gizmo. It's fucking Gizmo. Why the fuck are we not destroying this animal as soon as he's recovered by the he's, Japanese? He's, he's the Mogwai. He's not a... He's not a <laughs> it's kind of like if you could go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I, but w- the what if Hitler baby with what a if mustache? Hitler had an adorable voice and sang along to <laughs> was Disney cartoons? He's still Hitler. <laughs> He's still Hitler. Right. Sorry. So Gizmo's Hitler. Basically. Maybe. I, maybe I give him a chance. That's what our takeaway Giz- is. Gizler. Giz- and- Gizler. <laughs> oh my God. That sounds horrible. Don't wasn't, Google that. Wasn't there a He-Man character called called Grizzler? Grizzler. Grizzler. Yeah. Wow. Good pull. <laughs> there was that whole era in the uh, that Spielberg. Lucas Renaissance era of the, the 80s. Amblin. You know, before everything was based on a book or a comic book or uh, an old TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. This was an original story. That's right. This was, you know, something that was unique and yeah. something that people people remember it now because of the story that wasn't it wasn't it wasn't based on it. Right. Created its own lore and uh yeah. had its own universe that it lived in. Yeah. I agree. Remember when it had a breakfast cereal? Uh, no, Gremlins yes. had, Gremlins had its own breakfast. Yes. Oh, you know what? I do because the little things were in shape. Of, yes. it was basically Captain Crunch, where they just retooled the machine. It was. Yeah, and the commercial, you'd eat it, and then the kid had Gremlin ears. Oh God! <laughs> I, I just now remember. I mean, that. there's what li- if a Gremlin ate Gremlin cereal <laughs> after midnight? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I was just going to say... What if there were is, cannibal... I was going to say, is that cannibalism? Yeah. There's liquid in the contents of in your the stomach. stomach. Wouldn't so they just, like, if, if you multiply? ate a gremlin, if a cannibal gremlin ate a gremlin... <laughs> it'd be like a chest buster from It'd Alien. be a chest burster. Just... But then you'd be getting wet from your own juices... And so you would. I just, wow, man! There's too much left. There's, You're right. There's too much. Well, again, the science. Is everybody not remembers the rules. Everybody remembers that. But the more you scrutinize it, it really doesn't make sense. The marketing was built on the rules. Yeah, like that. That's how, I think that's how the trailer started. That's right. what was on the there poster. Three rules. Never it was on the poster. Wet. Yeah, never get them wet. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where it just—it's it's like my high school life. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman I ever dated. Never get them wet. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Check. <laughs> done it. And that's how birth control happens. <laughs> well, this is a very uh, contraceptive heavy episode of the Editing Bay this week. Well, because in this movie, nobody, you know, there's no sexual, re- there's asexual reproduction. That's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> Too so every- bad with Phoebe Cates, man. Uh, <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. The PG-13 yeah, version of this. Red bikini. Or does she wear like a turtleneck sweater the whole movie? Yeah, yeah it's like it's the 180 degrees from... It's the anti... Yeah. yeah. Well, in all fairness, it's winter. <laughs> she is well, the fucking snow. She'd be out true. there in a red bikini like, oh, okay, guys. I also did appreciate, too, that this wasn't set in, in New York or L.A. or like a big city. They just kind of kept it in small town. Kingston yeah. Falls. Anywhere USA, you know? Yeah. And it had... It had one DJ that was on the radio at all times. And all the time. Yeah. Was, oh, I do love that that moment when they tune in and they're... <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? Yeah, these yeah, aren't rock, in here. <laughs> these aren't Rock and Ricky's fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Voiced by Don Steele, the voice of Rock and Ricky Rialto. Ricky Rialto. Yeah. Good pull. Oh, the uh, the opening of the movie 
where they, you know, they the, the first time you hear the DJ and he's playing that song, Christmas. Yeah. That was, for the longest time, I thought they were saying, Gremlins. Because <laughs> I guess I'd never heard that song Singing before. the title of the film. Well, that's what happens that's when awesome. you have a uh, one TV and a horrible <laughs> VHS copy that we just oh wore God. out. Everything's muffled by the end of it. Uh, all right, guys. I uh, want to thank our sponsor, Video Blocks. Uh, up and through the end of the year, that's like one more week and yeah, a half. Last opportunity. One hundred and forty-nine dollars a month. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go it's ahead. All right. No. Yeah. You're you're telling us about the awesome offer, which is their triple bundle. That's video, audio, and images for the low low price of one forty-nine, and that'll get you royalty-free uh, images and video and stock uh, audio uh, for the rest of the year. They've got over one hundred fifty thousand videos. Got one hundred thousand audio clips. And it's all royalty-free, and they're always adding new contents. Like, I bet if I went there right now and Googled Gremlins, you don't call it Googling when you're on somebody else's site. You're just, <coughs> just searching. Search. You just if I search. search for, let's see what happens if I search for Gremlins okay. on videoblocks.com. That's V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S.com. <laughs> good. Slash editing bay. Do not forget that slash editing bay. And if you think you might, just go to editingbay.com and click on the banner ad, banner ad the Bruce Batter Guys, don't do what Michael Bay does and just cannibalize from his own films and use like stock footage. (laughs) Like I am so sick of seeing that same footage of people driving on a car and getting an accident, except this time it doesn't have Optimus Prime in front of them. (laughs) It's an asteroid instead. American flag. You know what? Save yourself the trouble. And go to video blocks. They're going to have all the footage that you need. If you're trying to find a a fucking a duck in a tuxedo. proposing to a nun who's on a skateboard and they're both flying to Mars and they're about to do cocaine off the tits of a cow hooker. <laughs> I bet Video Blocks can help you out somehow in that. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm typing in all those keywords right, at cool. the moment. What do you got? Just don't do what Michael Bay does. Don't do what Michael all. Bay does. Yeah, in, 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 they should make uh, bracelets for that. <laughs> WWMBD. <laughs> I did see that uh, that fifth Transformers movie, by the way. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's hey, it's remember like, when it's like he intended to make it bad. Remember when Stanley Tucci shows up and he's Merlin the Wizard? That the fact that this movie like posits that King Arthur actually existed. Yeah. Hey, how about that historical revelance when, yeah. when the huge dr- Transformer robot is swinging a sword and Mark Wahlberg stops it. Like, stops it. Yeah. I understand, like, okay, can't cut through the sword he's got, but that Transformer still has about two tons on you, Mark Wahlberg. Guys, oh, want to hear about listen to our Transformers episode? <laughs> that will be coming up soon on an episode of the Editing Bay. Um, oh yeah, look at that. Oh, they've got uh, hot air balloon gremlins. That's what shows up on video blocks. Oh wow! And look at that's Yoda. Like Mason. That's not a gremlin. That's Yoda. No, look at that little middle. guy. It's a hot air balloon. Oh look at that. It's oh yeah, gremlin. the actual wow. the green gremlin. I don't know what that is. What about snorting cocaine off a cow hooker? Gremlin portrait. <laughs> night. I thought you were looking that up. I don't think I have enough uh, keyword <laughs> search terms to uh, search it. that. All right. That's awful. Thank specific. you, Video Blocks. Yes. Uh, and again, remember that this, we love you. that offer expires at the end of the year, so this is your last opportunity to take advantage. Videoblocks.com slash editing bay. Guys, what did Gremlins do right? For me, it's the tone. I think it's uh, this could have gone very, very wrong um, if there was too much comedy and not enough uh, scary moments, um, or if it was too horrific um, and not enough lightness in it. So I, I think it's, it's a nice balance of... Uh, a little something for the kids, a little something for the adults. I think that uh, I think Lauren hit it earlier that it's kind of a live action cartoon, uh, and it is. It's a live action cartoon. It's a little scary, but uh, it's it's very slapsticky. Yeah, there and are sound effects like and it, gag whistles yes. and shit, and it, and it works. It yeah, works for this that's movie. Right. That's what I liked about it. I like that, Lauren. I think, um, especially as a kid, the, the comedy aspect of was what it, uh, saved it for me, right? And what made me fall in love with it at the time, because yeah. because. 
I've never been into horror movies, yeah. especially not at that age. At the age, of, I think I was eleven when this came out. Yeah, and um, well, no, I was ten, so you'd have been oh eighty-seven. Yeah, okay, so five years later. <laughs> but it was, but still, it's uh, that's what kept me coming back to see it year, time and time again was the comedy. It's like, oh, it's so funny, and you know, even though our mom wasn't having it, she was already done by that point. But it was, yeah. Uh, I, that's what I like, the playing dress up and uh <laughs> Gremlins and, and drag. singing and singing, you know, yeah. Snow White theme I ho I ho and It's like a training wheel horror movie. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you yeah. know, for kids. Yeah. <laughs> what did Gremlins do wrong? Uh I think those moments when it goes a little far in that direction. And again, they're few and far between. It's mostly at the end where we're forced to watch like five minutes worth of Gremlins reenacting Joe Dante's favorite movies from the yeah. 40s. Um, yeah. oh, it's a little that. self-indulgent at that point where it's like, okay, we get it. Let's wrap this story up. Uh, it, it, that soul scene kind of drew me out of the world that it had built. I stopped being scared of them, um, which is good if you're 11 years old, but when you're 39, um, a, little, a little too far for me to follow. Sure. Um, casting. Is what <laughs> it's kind of what I think this movie did The wrong. lead was kind of a... The, the lead was a lame duck, but I feel like this movie would have benefited from, especially at this time, a Chevy Chase or a, yeah! a, a Bill Murray or someone showing up in this mm. movie. That's kind of a name. Not someone who's going to steal the focus, but just a name of some sort. Someone that we can kind of glom onto and enjoy being around. Because honestly, some of this journey with Billy yeah. and Gizmo is a little joyless. It's like, okay, we're just kind of trudging through this. Um, yeah, when your human actors aren't nearly as interesting as the puppets. As the puppets. Uh, yeah, the casting was a little bit rough. What do you think, Lauren? That's probably due to um, you know the fact that this is the stars are the gremlins themselves. Yeah. You don't want to over. You can't afford to cast Schwarzenegger or whoever. Yeah, but want. give me somebody. Uh, I, I, yeah. I agree. I'm just thinking that was probably from a monetary standpoint. Sure. Um, I think it got. So again, not being a fan of horror movies, I think it got a little too violent at certain points. It's that you know it, it it's straight off off the rails a little bit in terms of like how you know you had that cartoon sort of reality, but you know when the Gremlins got a chainsaw yes! at the yeah. very end, that was yes terrifying. Yeah, it is. And then he's, through that he's tossing saw blades and and yeah, well, he, he's defend, the only thing he's defending himself with the bat, and it's about to be broken in half. And and even at the yeah. end, like the way that stripe goes mm-hmm. it's very like oh god deadish oh god yes. yeah it's very gory and, you just and this is watch all it at the very end i mean it's effective i understand that, that but that's what that's one of the things that pissed off parents in that time and mm-hmm. created the pg-13 rating but even for me that's kind of oh that's a bit yeah. much it gave me nightmares oh yes i vividly did. remember I that i can vouch for that sure <laughs> um so if we were going to remake gremlins today Woo-hoo! how would we do that uh, i think we've only recast Four, right? I, got, I recast two. Oh, we got Billy and Kate. Yeah, their leads. Well, I also did the uh, the grandfather, who I love, the inventor. Yeah, uh, who creates all these inventions that fall apart. And then I did Mrs. Deagle because, uh, man, she's such a horrible person. It's fun to okay. see her. Go for uh, it. And maybe it's just because I've been seeing these I Tanya trailers, which look <laughs> fantastic. It looks by the way, so good with Margot Robbie. When I saw the the tagline that it, or it's not a tagline, but there's a review that says it's, it's the Goodfellas of ice skating. It looks like it, it does. I'm oh in. man! Uh, and I also like uh, Allison Janney's portrayal of her mother. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. And I'm watching that trailer. And I'm like, goddamn, that's Mrs. Deagle right there from Gremlins. So there's my recast, Allison Janney. Allison Janney, Mrs. That's Deagle. Good. And then for the grandfather, um, the more Is I the watched grandfather? him, I thought that was his dad. I'm sorry, the father. He just yeah. There's like a he it's seems a weird like age discrepancy. He should be older, yeah. but you're, you're right. He's the father. Uh, the inventor. He was a country singer. And I love the way he's he's very... Yeah. Um, oh, was he? The actual yeah. actor? Yeah, he was a country singer. Well, that makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, he's very folksy. Kind of that folksy sound. Right? But he's always very positive, even when his inventions are, are uh, squirting toothpaste uh, on his wife or uh, you know getting juice everywhere. Um, and it kind of reminded me, the way he looks, but also speech pattern, a little bit of Patton Oswalt. And I was like, what if Patton Oswalt That's were good. the father here? Kind of going around and trying to sell his wares. So there's my recast. Cool. Uh, and then finally, let's do Kate and Billy. And I have a little duo here. All right. Uh, I saw Baby Driver. Have you seen Baby Driver? No. Uh, well, then you I don't know. I saw Adam Driver in The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Baby Driver's great. Um, it's got a great cast, and especially its lead. Ansel Elgort is that guy's name. And then, of course, Lily. I love his paintings. Lily. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they're kind of magic eyes. You have to kind of let your eyes go. Yeah. You can see them. Uh, he and Lily James, who plays the uh, the waitress, the love interest in uh, Baby Driver. Oh, so you're doing both of them. I like them as, as my duet, as Billy and Kate. All right. My Kate mm-hmm. is going to be Mila Kunis. Oh, nice. Very yeah. good. Uh-huh. And I'm going to match her up with Brandon Routh. Because the whole time I'm watching Scott. Zach Gallagher, I'm like, you kind of resemble Brandon Routh. Like, without I'd, the charisma, I'd kind of like to see this. Let's <laughs> let's let's do this thing. So that's my recast. Good call. Thank you, Lauren. You got any off the top of your head? I know my director is Sam Raimi. Oh, oh, of course, that would be good. That would be good. I'm gonna go Peter Jackson. There we go. We took the good ones. Sorry, yeah. I You're did. left with George Lucas <laughs> or Guillermo del Toro. Ooh, that would have been good too. Yeah. <gasps> Can I change my answer? Yes. <laughs> Alfonso Cuaron <laughs> No, Guillermo del Toro I loved him in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing a blank here, guys I, No worries I'm sorry I, Just along for the ride Well, I, I invited you last minute so yeah. uh. Well, it's all good If you've got any thoughts about how you would recast Gremlins Or uh, any thoughts, things that we didn't cover Because mm. this is kind of a shorter episode Because I'm hitting a fucking wall right now Um <laughs> Let us know about it. Go to Facebook in the search function. Put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us and let us know what you think about the movie. And if you've got movies that you would like to uh, have us talk about in the future, go ahead and leave your suggestions. And don't forget to vote for the Eddie Awards. I'm going to turn it over to Joel right now to talk more about it. Yeah, that's right. This is your last opportunity because, sadly, Joe, uh, this is our last real episode. I'm using finger quotes there. Of the year, of the 2017 editing bay season. But that uh, means that the good news is, next week is our end-of-year wrap-up. We always do these. I think this is our fourth year. And if you want to contribute and uh, let your voice be heard as to who you thought were uh, the worst actors, the worst actress, the worst film, the worst director, but also some of our best recasts. Yes. We've got about 13 categories that you, the listener, can determine the outcome. If you go to uh, either our Facebook page, we'll link to it there. I've been posting all the categories one by one. And then also, uh, but the real... Voting can be done at editingbay.com. We have a tab at the top there for the Eddie Awards 2018. Click on that. Cast your vote. I've got a couple of audio uh, things you can listen to to help us determine who our best guest hosts were and who the best impersonation was this year. I'm running out of steam, too. On the editing... Dude, seriously. <laughs> I have fucking, like... My throat is sore. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, let me keep my eyes open. Um, and the fact that you guys both have sexy voices, and I'm like... Well, huh? Okay. Thank you. Um, Lulling you to sleep. Yeah, it's like you got. You're both. Together. It's like your sirens. <laughs> Sexy. Well, you're the radio siren. guy who could be like, no, now I'm the. All right, here we go. We're <laughs> yeah. back. Uh, all right, guys. Rocking uh, Ricky Real. <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be in here. Um, all right, go ahead and vote for the Eddie Awards, guys. Uh, Lauren, thank you so much for yeah. joining. Hey, thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much, buddy. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week for the Eddies. Thanks, guys.
You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.